The Game of Scandal by Anna Cora Mowat Ritchie. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or how to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Have you ever played at scandal, friend? Pure must be the heart that feels no sudden pang of conscience at that bomb-like question. But the startling query, in this instance, mildly refers to a game called scandal, the delight of juveniles too joyous to be very wise. Yet there is wisdom and warning enough in the game itself to force the conclusion that the origin was in the brain of some sage satirist, who hid a sober moral with a sportive mask. The players sit in a row. The one at the head whispers to his neighbor a communication concerning some absent friend. The neighbor whispers the news as he hears it to the one next to him, who conveys the intelligence, still in a whisper, to the one nearest. Thus it is imparted again and again until it reaches the end of the line. As the sentence is transmitted from mouth to mouth, it is unintentionally, unavoidably altered. The words have been incorrectly caught by the listening ear. With each repetition they undergo a change. By the time the sentence has traveled to its journey's close, it has passed through so many strange mutations that it bears not the slightest resemblance to the original phrase, Everyone is requested, beginning at the last hearer, to declare what information concerning Mr. Blank, or Mrs. Blank, or Miss Blank, was confided to him, and lo, through these singular transitions, the harmless assertion has become a monstrous slander. This scandal was obviously the offspring of inadvertent, unconscious misrepresentation. As the story is traced back through all its crooked paths, the most hilarious merriment is excited by its odd metamorphoses. The young play this game in jest, for the sake of the mirth it awakens. Their seniors are playing it in sober, fatal earnest, all the world over, and like them for the sake of mere amusement. I, playing it daily without self-reproach, playing it without dreaming that they are coiners of scandal and clippers of reputation, playing it without reflecting that their game can produce more dangerous consequences than the sport of children. Let us not confound these comparatively innocent scandal-mongers with that venomous class whose adder stings are aimed with malicious purpose whose upas breath withers the freshest flowers of innocence upon its invisible touch, whose defiled hands stir up mud in the purest streams of life, whose splenic natures are constantly goaded on by envy and armed with the deadly weapons of hatred against those the sagest poet that the sun ever shone upon tells that there is no Aegeus that can protect even the immaculate. No might, no greatness in mortality. 
can censure scape back-wounding calmony. The whitest virtue strikes. What king so strong can tie the gall up in the slanderous tongue? Since the world has no social Perseus who can lift up an invincible sword to slay those Gorgons, they are not our theme. To them, the players in the world's great game of scandal bear little resemblance. The latter are vivacious, courteous, agreeable, respectable members of society. If the whole truth must be spoken, we are bound to admit that these graceful babblers are chiefly of the gentler sex. Since the world began, women must have had an especial gift of speech, for the very name of Eve, according to Buxtorf's Hebrew lexicon, is derived from a root which signifies to talk. Thus her temptations to indulge in idle strictures must be greater than those of her more taciturn brother. But the amiable newsmongers who are playing this game of scandal with honeyed lips and smiling eyes mean no harm. Theirs are random errors shot in sport, yet the shaft scathes be the hand by which it is aimed ever so white some charming, giddy-pated creature, with unbridled levity of tongue, gives breath to a good story, not particularly good-natured, about certain poor dear friend of hers. The news is whispered in the ear of her next neighbor, kind Miss Clackett, and being imperfectly heard, or not thoroughly understood, undergoes unintentional change as the famous game we have cited mrs clackett with eager volubility confides the secret to the first person she meets good mrs grimm mrs grimm chances to be of a satirical turn of mind and the tale assumes a sarcastic countenance it is wafted onward and until it reaches miss Baum a very humane and tender-hearted gossip in her sympathetic bosom it is weighed down with such pressure of pity that the features of the travelling story are smoothed into a new shape a few more steps onward a few more pleasant touches from rosy lips and snowy hands and the original liniments are wholly obliterated but is this all? What becomes of the heroine of this game? How will she break loose from the tangled web woven by mere idle talk? Whither will she fly from the stabbing of inconsequent tongues? If her lacerated reputation ever heal, will not those wounds leave a disfiguring scar for life? Fairest prospects have been hopelessly blighted, strongest ties of friendship dissevered loves transformed to hate hearts broken homes made desolate through the daily playing of this merry game of scandal at our firesides in our walks in our social gatherings the most zealous player having no evil end in view if told he has dealt a blow to a friend or done a neighbor wrong would meet the charge indignant and aghast 
yet the game goes on bravely from day to day we all play it quite innocent of malice give a buffet to the flying tail and send it onward half expiring with laughter at the quaint fantastic shapes it assumes without presuming to don the solemn robes of the social reformer which might float with as little grace as the usurped lion's skin in the fable may we not venture to suggest an antidote to the bane of this popular death-dealing game we fear it is one almost too simple to strike yet simplest herbs have counteracted deadliest poisons it lies in resolutely setting our faces against crediting any injurious rumor by the reflection that the story is in all probability an illustration of the marvellous metamorphoses wrought by that magical game of scandal which we and all the world are merrily playing end of the game of scandal by anna cora mawet ritchie read by kelly taylor